You're listening to episode number 254 of the 360 Vegas podcast. Check out the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. You can support the show financially when you shop at Amazon. Simply go to the blog, click on the corresponding banner, and go about your shopping. It's that easy to give us money without giving us money. Dot, dot, dot. Or you could just give us money by <laughs> donating via PayPal. A link to that is also available at 360vegaspodcast.com. This podcast has been enhanced, which mean it means segment chapters, pictures related to the content being discussed, and links to reference articles, our blog, and opportunities to support the show are all via our affiliates. Please enjoy. Day after tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas. Las Vegas functions on a 24-hour-a-day schedule. The pools, the casino, big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Bellagio. Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara. The MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesars Palace, is it? I want to gamble. They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck. The Strip is just the most amazing stretch of road, I think, probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas. So the twins are having their reproductive organs removed. We got that all scheduled. <laughs> Ready to go. <laughs> oh, there you go. Let's just start the show off with I'm that. Ju- I'm just not a real big fan of the way he eyeballs. Uh, it's not even him. It's just them in general. And, and... At first, it was like, yeah, they're, you know, they're, they're Let's brother and sister. There's, there's sometimes when they're wrestling and playing that it's so super cute, and other times when they're wrestling and playing going, that doesn't look like it's appropriate for two siblings to be doing together. <laughs> <laughs> so I just want to make sure it doesn't take a sexy turn, and we're like, hey, hey, no. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> now we got more babies. We don't, know, right? we don't want oh any more. Yeah. Well, not just more babies. Well, we don't get mutant. I, I was gonna. Say, that's what I told Karen. I said we don't need a whole fucking Cersei Lannister bullshit thing going on here. <laughs> which those who watch Game of Thrones know exactly what I'm talking about. Like, yeah. We don't need any of that bullshit. They're, the cats are already goofy enough. Can you imagine if they were inbreeding and how like we'd have the? <laughs> yeah, we don't. The, uh, the, I'm trying to think of an appropriate word to say. We'd have the the less intelligent version of them, yeah. which would be. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we won't have to worry about that soon, Karen. We won't have to worry about that soon at all. <laughs> well, and actually, um, next weekend when we record, they won't be here. They'll still be at the vet because that's next Friday. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So we'll have a, a quiet day or so without them. <laughs> so yeah, there it is. Planned parenting—that's that's what we call it. <laughs> <laughs> and preventive, yes, preventive exactly. parenting. We will not allow them to become parents. Right. <laughs> It's not good for us. It won't be good for you either. Let's just take care of that right now. Oh, my God. That's great. <laughs> so, God, well, it's been a while, man. Yeah, it really has. Uh, we've it's both like been... Three to, weeks now, right? And 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 not but, only... But all for good reasons. But, but, I mean, not only has it been three weeks, possibly the most that has ever happened in three weeks between when we've recorded with each other, we've both been to Vegas and not together right. since that, I know. that amount of time. Yep. I don't like that. I don't ever want that to happen. <laughs> <laughs> we got to fix this immediately. Well, so, all right. So hold on. I, I will want to say with our trip, because ours was a very... We'll talk very, about it in a minute. So. Okay. 
Oh, that's right, we will. Yeah. Okay, but I don't know if this is going to be in there, but the one thing I will say is it, it, it's been so long since you and I went to Vegas, and it was just you and I, and I loved it. Yeah. It was exactly what we needed. Um, not that I, AKA I don't. AKA she doesn't like any of you. No, it's, it's, not, it's not that at all. There's just. It's, it's it a was, different trip, isn't it? Yeah, it was. It was very different, and we will. We'll, we'll get in. We'll get into that in a minute. Okay. So uh, uh, it seems like we're raring to go. So let's let's get started. All right. Uh, he's Mark. She's Karen. I'm Tony. And as always, we start with random Vegas. The first Elvis impersonator to perform a resident show in Vegas before Elvis died appeared at the Dunes from 1976 to 1978. It was called For the Love of Elvis and featured Johnny Elvis Foster. On a completely unrelated note, Johnny was the godson of the Dunes owner, Morris Schechner. Okay, so initially, <laughs> initially I thought, God, that is so weird. How would you have an impersonator of you when you're still alive? But I, then I stopped and think about it. It's like, well, there's impersonators of Britney Spears and all kinds of people. Yeah, I was right going to say, so it, I'm it like, totally makes it, sense. It, it, it's called Divas Live. It's called Legends I, in Concert. I know, but it just, I'm so used to the Elvis impersonators now after the fact, and most of them are such character characters. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. if you think of like Divas Live and stuff, they're honestly trying to impersonate the person. Most of the Elvis impersonators today are impersonating the character. Well, yeah, and we've we've had that conversation before. I, I might have even broached that subject in the uh, Elvis Vintage Vegas, where when you become a fan of Elvis, the caricatures that are most popular in in are, are it most often done right. become offensive. Yeah. You know, like when you come to learn, like, like, oh, oh, you're, you're gonna play the fat Elvis during the worst time of his entire life, you fucking monster. Well, and <laughs> even then, when you see pictures of him as fat Elvis, he's what, really he wasn't not. that fat. Yeah, he's really not. That's one of the interesting things. If you ever get the opportunity to go to Graceland, one of the things that you'll realize is that you you hear and you think of, of fat Elvis, but then you'll see the jumpsuits that he was right. in towards the end when he was fat Elvis. And you're like going. Fuck! I don't know if I could fit in that now, and no one would call me fat. So right, exactly. Yeah, it's really just the the dude was bloated in the face, he was. and he wasn't as felt as you had always known him to well, be. And he also wore those stupid lamb chops at the end, which just made his face look fatter. I, I have oh, always said, I've <laughs> always said that a large portion of the fat Elvis persona is all to blame on the 70s between the hair the lamb chops and bell bottoms and, and like it's all their fault like no no we're gonna flare everything out like going you know that guy is like 40 pounds lighter than you're fucking making him look yeah so Elvis sorry tangent in fairness we've had we've had uh, you know monster impersonators of, of other folks and I'm thinking in particular of um, uh, who's the Dunk Shane guy um Tom, uh, oh, uh, God damn it. I want to say Tom Jones, but it's not that. It's, Wait, um, isn't it Wayne Newton? Wayne Newton. Wayne Newton. Wayne Newton. See, Heath Ledger as the Joker did a very unfair replication of Wayne. No, that fall flat. <laughs> I didn't know where you were going with it. I, I don't think <laughs> it's It's his, I, his horrible, horrible plastic surgery. I still say, uh, I can't, you can't top. I can't. We ended up naming it the one of the one of the episodes, like a... Uh, uh, surly Asian woman or something <laughs> like whatever it was oh, right. like like his his whatever he the horrible horrible surgeon that I hope doesn't even have a license anymore that did the work to him 
turned Wayne Newton from Wayne Newton to a surly Asian woman. <laughs> right. <laughs> but but I still don't think his was as bad as Kenny Rogers. Oh, geez. you know what though? I would say Kenny has grown into that. Like, Ooh. but no, I I agree. It was it was shocking yeah, when you saw it the first like, time. What the fuck happened? But but I would say it's that his isn't as bad as what Wayne did and what Steve Wynn did because to this day you look at them and you look at what they used to look like and it's like it still looks like your face hurts it, it <laughs> looks like they pulled it and it looks like it hurts that, that was probably the touch up work I, I kind of wonder if that's what Kenny Rogers did is if they maybe let, took a little pressure out of those tires because it was, <laughs> it was <pulled> <laughs> they might have I, I, I he, should hope I, re- uh, yeah. I do remember and normally I don't care about things like that but it's one of those things you couldn't help but go, oh my, holy shit. Like, I need to see a side-by-side because I can't wrap my head around this. Yeah, I mean, totally did not look like him. No, uh-uh. All right, so uh, let's talk about Twit Pick of the Week. Pretty certain this is a stage publicity shot, but I don't care. It evoked a monologue, so it's winning Twit Pick of the Week. Without showing an inch of neon, single casino or any generally recognized Vegas landmark at cosmopolitan underscore LV's picture was able to capture an instantly recognizable uniquely Vegas moment to anyone who frequents or proclaims to love the city a view that simultaneously exudes sex without being blatant and opportunity beyond gambling okay that last part sounds sinister but When you remove the rape connotations, you know what I mean. Even though one of the ladies featured in this picture looks like she might be receiving some help to secret substance, the overwhelming feeling I get from this picture is most commonly known as the time of your life. Three ladies who have taken care of themselves, showing off the fruits of their labor in a tasteful yet alluring way, all while enjoying themselves. Wow, that sounds bad too. Now that's. All while enjoying, I almost said one another. That doesn't make it any better. <laughs> They're having a, having a good time. Thank you. There you go. They're enjoying each other's company and doing exactly what they want to do at that moment in a city where virtually anything can happen, including things that will come to become, that will come to become, <laughs> that will become highlights of one's existence. I instantly thought of a monologue when I saw this and one of my favorite things about it is like we frequently like to make fun of girls that'll get dressed up and go out to clubs and stuff and we we cynically refer to them as horrors or party whatever but we're really honestly honestly well okay in this case we're not <laughs> thinking of them in that because I mean in many cases we're like yeah that pretty much lives up to the stereotype now doesn't it but in this case it I felt idealized the the less cynical concept of that entire club going party Vegas let's have fun we're young and this is great and let's all try and get laid and drunk and have fun without being the cynical you know throwing the the whore label on it God, I, that's, I think I, I feel like you're rambling here really bad. Well, the weird thing about it was, I was like, I'm going to clarify this, and it's going to be better. And, <laughs> and I don't think it is. And it, like, I kept, I'm glad you said that because I'm sitting here going, "Would you shut up I know, and stop talking?" I, I kept going, I kept going, and I'm like, I feel like I'm making this worse. The point, <laughs> you were, <laughs> you really were. I love this picture. I love that it encapsulates possibly the best version 
of that experience where it, it's it's fucking four in the morning we're starving just had so much fun let's go get some fucking pizza and that's what i truly believe the picture is encompassing uh, I don't know that the verbiage here in the script quite uh, encapsulated <laughs> I, 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 I allowed inspiration to dictate where I was going, but I equally agree. I'm like, I don't feel like I summarized what I was going for here. <laughs> inspiration, you fucked me. This you might, fucked me. <laughs> this might be one of your worst monologues. You were trying to be overly verbose. And... <laughs> Which you always do, but I was in this time, it just I didn't work. I was inspired, and I was like, it would be funny if I somehow juxtapose rape humor and various... Uh, but, but then but then I was like... Maybe eh. we figured out where the, the, the where, where it went south. <laughs> <laughs> but then I was like, but then I was like, and this is what a great writer I am. I'll tie it all in with like, but we say all that, but it's really just... Look at how much fun they're having and how great this is. And it's like, I get done with it, and I look at it and go... You didn't accomplish that at all. No, you didn't. <laughs> I, I'm happy with the monologue. However, I completely failed in my goal. <laughs> and, and for the record, I agree with Tony. I love this picture. It's so good. Yeah. Yes, it is. And, yeah, and it really anybody, is. anybody who's done that walk at, you know, 2, 3, 4 in the morning, you know, number one, I, I'm amazed that there's, it's obviously a stage photo because... A, a group of girls like that coming out of the club, there's no way they're not waiting in line for forever you know and what, not walking straight down the hallway. You know what else I thought? You know, uh, For one, there wasn't a line. Right. For two, they still have their heels on. Right. That would not happen. Nope. Not happening. <laughs> <laughs> not at that hour. What I got out of this picture is women take care of each other. And this is the embodiment of going to Vegas with your quote-unquote sisters to have a great time knowing that they've literally and proverbially got your back you know no, they watched out for each other no one was gonna get you know roofied that night and they had a lot of fun and they had a lot of drinks and now they're done and they're ready to go have some pizza to close out their their night i think i i think your script encapsulated that assuming that's what you're trying to say right <laughs> well, let's just go with that was what he was trying to say right yeah <laughs> that was the inspiration that was totally not represented. <laughs> Thank you again, Tony. For Tony, you speak Mark very well. You see what Mark wrote and go, this is what he really meant. But on the flip side, I love that he hasn't said it, but anybody who has been to a 360 Vegas vacation and had to deal with inevitably an experience that's very much Vegas where you try to have someone's back and protect them. And at some point you're going, you know what? I've had enough of you. And I think it will only enhance the story that we'll later tell when we point you in the direction of your room and push. <laughs> I, I must never be up late enough for those experiences. Well, as always, we will link to the photo on our blog. We'll feature it on all of our social media outlets, such as Flickr, Pinterest, Facebook, Google+, Twitter, as well as the enhanced version of the show, which you should be seeing right now. Let's get into the news. So talk to us about what's going on with Patreon. Patreon is subscription-based crowdsourcing. Based on the tier you select, you'll get exclusive access to premium content. One of the things that I, I really liked about this idea when it came to me is I've always thought, what happens if 
get hit by a fucking car. And like nobody ever gets this. Like I want to write these things and, and share them with you when I'm ready to do it, when, I, when they're in the state that I want them to be in. But worst case scenario, I don't want no one to fucking read them. I'm like, am I really gonna leave Karen written instructions like, just in case I get hit by a car, what you need to do to post all of this. Yeah, <laughs> so, that'd be, that'd so the happen. idea of being able to be like, share. Tony, you gotta come down and show me how to do this. <laughs> like the, I, I don't know. The idea of being able to share this stuff in various states of progress and and offering things that that we do that we then have to hold on you to. do I, I know but I always feel uncomfortable doing that so we I, we don't we throw the you moniker do. we on it. <laughs> the idea of being able to share that is what I'm the most excited about so based on the tier you select you'll get exclusive access to premium content things like early access things like 360 vintage Vegas scripts that have been written and I've not had the chance to record and release them or or even on top of that drafts of 360 Vegas scripts in development. One of the things that super got me excited. You mean vintage Vegas. What did I say? 360 Vegas. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, we, were, we were about to record this episode of the show, and then I was like, no, I'm not ready. Yeah. <laughs> right, we're gonna like like you sent us the, the notes yesterday. You, you know, post the notes out the day before. It's, if you want to see what we're gonna talk about, <laughs> but you gotta tune in to hear our, our thoughts. You gotta hear. If you want to hear our voices, this is what you gotta do. And, he, and we ad lib. We ad lib <laughs> a lot. Yeah. Actually, that would be funny to put one of the, the sets of show notes notes out, and then people see that and then try to follow along and go, "What the fuck?" Well, is that right? that's that is one of the things that you'll have exclusive access to, depending on the tier you decide to be a part of. Is we will do something we haven't done in a long time, and you have asked for many times: is live recordings. Get to hear what a real recording actually sounds like before you hear what we put out, because they nine times out of ten if they aren't tangent filled or sidetrack laden it's full of fuck-ups that you're like how did you get from that to that and we have to tell people all the time that that guest host on the show like just just relax just calm down it's not going to sound like what you think it's going to sound like oh, that that is true yeah <laughs> and 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 then every them. time we point out go you're gonna you're gonna leave that in aren't you and you're like yep right but now we know now we know when it's coming but yeah but no, for anyone, for Mark's, Mark's very gentle with the, the newbies. It's once you've been on the show for a while that he's like, no, you fucked it up, I'm moving it. Right. <laughs> well, yeah, there's that. But anyway, so you'll get early access to stuff. I've even talked about on our 100th episode, one of the things that we talked about was, I had, and, and many people thought I was full of shit, was that I had 100 episodes of Vintage Vegas or other bonus round concepts that were in various states of pre-production. And people were like, oh, I'm like, I'm not bullshitting you. I, I have started that many things. And that was exacerbated by the fact that a month after that, I went into the worst bout of writer's block that lasted four fucking years that I've ever experienced in my entire life. With Patreon, I would be able to go like, I did, I wasn't lying, I've started them. <laughs> like, yeah, I can prove it. I don't think anybody really doubted you on that, but okay. I, I, I did. <laughs> you knew. What do you mean you doubted yourself? You knew. <laughs> I might be lying to me right now. Great. <laughs> wow, Tony, he's more fucked up than I thought he was. I doubted that people believed that I had done 
<laughs> so meanwhile, nobody ever said it, but Mark's like, in my head, they don't believe me, so I gotta prove it to them. Even though none of them asked, but secretly they're asking. I know, secretly, they all, they don't believe me. And you guys are full of shit. I fucking done it. And like, you're talking to yourself. Like, no, shut up. That's a, it's a problem with being, you know, self-employed. When you call in sick, you know you're lying. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll make that as part of premium content, like on not Vegas related, but would you like to get into the mind of a maniac? <laughs> like, <laughs> I, yes, I would. <laughs> what, what, what this huge influx of, of, of subscriptions? Like, wow, this is crazy that everybody's interested in that. Like, on, and you dig into the demographics, like, all of them psychologists. All of them. <laughs> like, I got to get my hands on this data. <laughs> it's amazing. Anyway, so some of the other ideas we've had are. are Things in various stages of concept, unconfirmed plans in development for like future Vegas vacations, live recordings, 360 Origins episodes, something we've talked about for quite some time, have several written and have never gotten off our ass to... I think we've really only published one, right? Only one, yeah. I, I, I believe I have to date written... No, no, two, two, two. We did Brian's Wedding and we did... Uh, <laughs> we, we did... Uh, uh, Christina. Christina's. Christina's. But we've written our uh, our courtship. We've written uh, uh, I can't remember. All. I know I know I have at least four scripts already fully fleshed out, ready to go. I want to go over and get Jen on for one. Would that be? I yes. Yeah, I, we, I, I, matter of fact, yes. we could probably do two. We could probably do our first trip to Vegas and then our wedding in Vegas. Yep. Yeah. But uh, just some of of the many. I, oh my God! You guys are gonna love this one. This one came to me the other day. 360 Vegas commentary tracks of your favorite Vegas movies. Here's the idea. Here's the idea. Oh, brilliant. We get together, watch a Vegas movie, and talk about it while we're watching the movie. Oh, my gosh. Right? Oh, yeah. I was like, on top of it, not only not only do I think people want to hear this, I want to do it. <laughs> like, more, possibly even more than letting you hear it, I, would, I, I just want to do it. The one that maybe concerns me the most would be Vegas Vacation because I feel like we would just start quoting it. We'd be quoting oh my God, yeah. but it's 10 be seconds you beforehand. You've listening to us quoting uh, Vegas <laughs> right, Vacation. Right, right. And, and you never get the movie. I've already thought about that. I can see potential sequels to that. Like You could have, like, on, this is volume three of the commentary, the 360 Vegas commentary for Vegas Vacation because these fuckers can't concentrate long enough to get through the fucking movie. <laughs> Vegas Vacation is an hour and a half movie, and we make it into a seven and a half hour series. It's like, hold on, we, we gotta go back and do that over again. That bullshit. <laughs> Remember the tangent they got on that one? Yes, uh, that to me, I, I love the idea. So we've got lots of ideas that I've yet to commit to, largely because. I, okay, I have to say this. I, there's something that still doesn't click in my head about the idea. So so everyone has seen Vegas Vacation. Right. The fact that they then want to sit there and listen to us for an hour and a half talking about the movie. What the fuck are us three drunk idiots going to say that they have? Or like, I, I still have a hard time wrapping my head around that. And the only reason why I was like, for one, I think it would be insanely fun to do. And for two, I think people would care. Oh, it'd be fun for us to do. My favorite movies, once I've watched it a dozen times, I love the director's commentary because you've already seen it a thousand times. You know every word that they're going to say, but it's like, I would love to hear what these people are thinking while they're looking at this 
And that's why I was like, oh, my God, that would be fun. Okay, I guess if you look at it from that standpoint. But I, it's I specifically still... because of the Vegas movies, because you would imagine anybody that tunes into this show and, and decides that they want premium access to shit would be like, I would love to hear what these idiots have to say well, about a movie that, I've seen eight million times, so it's not like I need to pay attention to this fucking movie. Well, like, except that, you know, there might be some debate on which Vegas movies they've seen, because we've already uh, heard last week after you called me out. Oh, my God. We had not everybody has casino seen Casino. Thing. Yeah. So, you know. We had a whole casino. Well, maybe that could be one of them. The first time you forced me to sit down and watch that three-hour fucking movie. It's not as bad as you think it is. I just have no interest. No. I'm sorry, which movie? Casino. Oh, Karen, you are... Jen, Karen's never seen Casino. I know. Oh, she's always... <laughs> she, and, and I hope you heard the disdain in her voice as she said that. And I, I do want to say this. So so I, there are a couple prejudice, prejudices I have to this movie that have nothing to do with Vegas. Number one, it's three hours. Number two, it is a gangster movie. Number three, I hate Joe Pesci in that type of a role. I, I've only seen Goodfellas once. I hated it. Um, <laughs> okay, it, Joe Pesci's only known for three movies, Karen. Right. Goodfellas, Home Casino, Alone. and Home Alone. No, and, and you forgot one, My Cousin Vinny. Oh, Jesus oh, Christ. My cousin, wow. <laughs> so I like him in My Cousin Vinny. I like I him in Home Alone. Hated him in, in Goodfellas. And to me, there's a correlation that I can't quite get past. Number four... Sharon Stone is in it. She actually pulls off being attractive in this, and I don't really I, know how. I don't like her. Uh, no. So for me, there, I don't see other than this movie is set in Vegas. It's pretty historically accurate. I, I, I see nothing about this that I'm interested in. Not And not for three hours. Honest to uh, God, not for three Karen, hours. Karen, I think you would be pleasantly surprised but may but maybe not i mean listen the fact that my wife loves it as much as she does i think should at least give it some uh credibility for you but 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 here's so now here's the problem tony that the hole that i've dug myself is that if right. anyone else can convince me to sit down and watch this i will never hear the end of it for mark about oh what you would do it for me but the fucking judge recommended me to do it <laughs> So I'm screwed either way. Yeah, that is true. That is true. See? Yeah, I know. <laughs> so now I'm just, I'm all in. I've dug in my heels. No, I'm not doing it. No, no. I'm not. I'll go kicking and screaming. No, I'm not. I, I, I I'll squeeze my eyes shut. I'm not watching. I'm not watching. I, I recently finished writing a vintage Vegas that may or may not have any correlation in the sudden and unexpected inspiration to finally rewatch that movie and uh, uh, fell head over heels fucking in love with it for so many reasons. He stopped it like two or three times. He's like, hey, come here, you got to see here, this. you got to see this. You got to see this. Oh, my God, it's so look, great. Look at where this is. And that's not really there, and this isn't really there, I and that shouldn't believe, be here. I, know, I can't believe people complain about factual inaccuracies when it comes to Vegas because it's fucking amazing. Look at how much fun this is. Look at how much fun this is. I loved it. And I did. I, every time you called me, I came up to look at what you asked me to look yes, at. Yes, but you became less patient. Each time. Oh, yes. Yeah. By about the third or fourth time, I'm like, seriously? We're going to do this every time. Like, Karen, I don't know how often this awesomeness is going to happen. Don't judge me. You own this. it. You own it. Yeah, but I was showing it to Make you notes as about, I was watching. Okay, at, at minute, you know, one hour 23, must show Karen this. And then we could just skip to all the sections and get it all done at one time. Karen, Karen, when I write the Twit Pick of the Week monologue, it is based on that moment in time and the inspiration that it brings upon me. It isn't my fault that Casino brought that out of me several times. Yes, but that's why you should have written it down, made notes, and showed it all to me at one time. I felt I, felt I was including you in on something 
extra special, a tier that isn't even buyable, Aaron. You can't even invest. You know, in if that anyone's tier. interested in, in spending a day in the life, <laughs> I I think we could sell that as an extra special tier because I think people would pay to be like, what is this like on a regular day? <laughs> Folks, not only will you want your money back, you should be compensated. <laughs> Which I won't undo, by the way. That will not be a tier. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be part of the contract agreement. No, no refunds, no exchanges. So to uh, sum up this... this, yes. this, this <laughs> <laughs> to, to, to sum up this part of the, the, the segment of the show, Patreon has not been officially launched because I am currently trying to get settled in whatever it is I feel, whatever this will become, that I'm completely comfortable with. And unfortunately, a lot of that is a lot of great ideas brought to the table that I then have to sit with to feel how comfortable I am with the entire situation. And I want to make sure that I do this right. So, so can I ask a question? It's time. Sure. Because um, I, I think, honestly, one of the first questions a lot of listeners might hear when they, okay, so crowdsourcing, you know, subscription service, does that mean that you won't be able to get the show for free at all anymore? Absolutely not. One of the first things that I wanted to make sure that we did was I didn't want this to be, hey, everybody who's heard of this show now, you're the only ones that ever get to hear this show again. I'm like, I don't want that. Without getting into any of the details. Yes. If you don't want to participate in any of this, that's fine. That's fine. If you don't think anything I do has any value whatsoever, that's fine. Oh, just put it out there. (laughs) There's no value to this. Fine. You don't have to. You love watching me slump deeper and deeper into a dark hole. That's fine. (laughs) Hey, hey, hey. You entertain me for free. You take... You invest hours and hours and hours of time <laughs> out of your personal life to entertain me for free, you piece of shit. I threw on the piece of shit there, but I think that's where you're going with it. <laughs> no, I just love the way you call it. If there's no actual value, any monetary value to what I do, no. <laughs> I mean, that just sounded so, like, go ahead, say it. I'll say it before you do it. I'll, I'll say it sarcastically. And uh, listen, if you don't have the balls to say that that's what you're saying, I'll say I'll say that's what you're saying. I'll say it. I'll say it. No. When, one of the first things I wanted to do was not make this an exclusive fucking douche parade. You know, I, I wanted this to, to be very much a premium content availability setup where do you just want to continue to listen to the show that you like? Fine. That, that is available to you. I will continue to make that available. Will there be perks to investing and well, investing is the right word? They're describing. Yes. Yeah. Sure. There are, are just as if you watch Family Guy on TV and then you buy the DVD, it's it's a different show. You get to enjoy when you buy the, the unedited season and, and they don't bleep out the yeah, cussing. It's way funnier to hear oh Peter say God. fuck than it is. Are you to, gonna start bleep, bleeping out our cussing? Holy shit, it's going to take you forever to, to edit this show. That, 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 is, that, that is, is not a time investment. That's TBD. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no. So Many, I, have to go. I many just, ideas have been floated, and I've thought, like, what is my time value yeah, in this? Exactly. <laughs> no, and I just wanted to put it out there, because you do hear subscription service, and, and you know, we, we have so many listeners that, that have found this show because it's free and because yeah. it's out on iTunes and... Um, I don't think we want to stifle that. At yeah, all, so. no, 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 no. This show isn't going anywhere. Ideas are out there that it may change, but it may it, it will still be the show. 
like like there was an idea where the free show was going to be 360 Vegas news. It was basically minus everything that you like about us and just news. Just so literally news. just reading the script. Yeah. Basically, yeah. I like I was like, you know what? I wouldn't even have to include Tony or, or Karen. It'll just be me reading the news. And then if you would like access to the show that you actually give a shit about, that you would then need to to pay for one of the tiers. And I'm like, wow, you're a fucking asshole. And I'm like, <laughs> um, yeah, let's not do that idea at all. <laughs> that's, that's a terrible I'm idea. saying for the record, when you brought it up, I was like, wait, no me, no Tony? Like yeah. at all? Yeah. Like nothing? But... And it's why this thing isn't going to happen anywhere near as fast as I'm sure some people thought about it when we initially announced that it was something that, yeah, we're, we're going to do this. We just got to figure out all the logistics. It, it's because a lot of it is, um, all right, that's an idea. Let me think about that for a little bit and figure out where that's going to end up. Anyone that... that really knows Mark, although he might seem a bit impulsive from time to time, knows you're a processor. Oh, yeah. And you don't... You have buyer's remorse like nobody I've ever seen. So this is an idea that while I know you're excited about it, I know, and I'm assuming you've been bouncing ideas off of Tony, too, because oh, you've yeah. been talking to me nonstop about it and getting the point like, <laughs> I mean, this is something that you definitely see the potential in. It's probably something we're going to move to. It's going to take us a minute. Yeah, exactly. Because I want to do it right. The last thing I want to do is like, Let's oh, go, oh shit, that wow, didn't you work. you fucked it up. Well, <laughs> way to go, dipshit. So, yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm with it. But I, I could, as, as Karen alluded to, I could ramble on forever because I am excited about the potential, but all I would be doing is rambling because ideas I have at this moment could very likely become something I'm like, that fucking horrible idea and I hated it. Like so just I'm, the new show. Yeah, so I'm, I'm yeah, <laughs> yeah, that is a sample of ideas that I will save you from. And, and just so people know, the, the way that I deal with Mark when he comes in, like, I could just do it this way. And I go, really? You, you, you think that's a good idea? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, totally good. And then all I got to do is wait. And I'll come back and go, that was a horrible idea. Oh, I'm so glad you, you came to that Karen, decision. Karen's describing how <laughs> she has learned to to be a spouse her entire life. I never tell she, him no. Yeah. I, I mean, seriously, I, I think I've told you, like, no once. It doesn't matter how bad I think the idea is. It's like, really? Okay. I'm, it's I kind of similar it. how I've learned to never show over enthusiasm to say a movie about Vegas because if Karen has <laughs> any aversion to it, she will then dig in her heels and refuse to like it. I don't know what you're Regardless about. of if she finally watches it, I'm like this is a great movie, but like I can't say it's a great movie because then I'm setting a precedent that is just not going to be beneficial to me in the future. Well, and hey, you've also done that about music that I like. That I pointed out saying I'm really into this, and you're like, eh, it's pop. It's See, I you feel, find it later. I feel like I've gotten way better at that, and you've regressed into... Maybe it's payback. <laughs> That's all it is. Wow. I don't know. <laughs> There's a whole anyway. lot of therapy coming out right now. <laughs> oh, it's been well, too then, long. Since we're talking about fun therapy, I can't think of a better place to be therapeutic than... Vegas for Christmas. Okay. All right. So you know nice what we Christmas. have what we have in front of us, Tony. So before we get into that and the unavoidable sidetracks we will get into, I want to hear about what you did in Vegas during your trip. So we flew in on Christmas Day, we being my wife and I, her brother, and then uh, their stepbrother. The four of us came in. We were there, they were there for three nights. Jen and I stayed an additional night. And you know what we really like about that is it gives us kind of one 
day to just one day and one night to just hang out together and just be husband and wife oh, yeah. together. Yeah. But we rented a car and we rented a car because uh, Jen's stepbrother isn't that big of a gambler. I mean, he's he likes to gamble, but he's not he's nowhere near Jen's brother when it comes to the hardcore gambling. Mm-hmm. And he's and, and then Jen and I fall somewhere in between. So I said to Jeff, I said, I'll tell you what, let's do this again. But this time, let's rent a car. We'll actually go out and we'll check out the Hoover Dam. Yeah, we'll, we'll do the Ooh. dam tour. We'll take all the dam pictures we want. <laughs> we'll ask all the dam questions we have. And so we rented a car. The four of us went out to Red Rock Casino one time, you know, one night. We went to um, Ellis Island, checked that out. I mean, yeah, theoretically, we could have walked to it, but we were like, we were on <laughs> we our way. We had a car. Right? Might as well just, right? yeah, yeah, why walk? Right. We're, and we were staying at, I was staying at, Jen and I were at the Flamingo. Uh, Jeff was at the Cromwell. So to turn off from Koval onto Flamingo, it just made it super easy because you can cut through the valet area for Cromwell to get into the valet area for Flamingo. So it was just, right. it was very easy. And we had a we had a fun time just kind of getting off strip and checking things off. Of course, <clears throat> play the uh, losing prices right sound horns here I wish we would have stopped at Lucky Dragon figured I had more time than that <laughs> but um, you're fine you're so um, we, you know we did a, we, we had a great time we we ate too much we drank too much we gambled too much had some new ex- new to us experiences we ate at some sushi joint at the Mirage just before then we had the opportunity to catch up with uh, uh, Dr. Uh, Taylor Jew his girlfriend Tara both um, Eric and his beautiful wife, uh, Iana uh, Rosenthal, ran into Joe Q. I mean, just, you know, traditional folks that show up at the 360 Vegas vacations. You know, it's fun to get to just say hi to them and hang out with them. Uh, what else did we do? Gambling was not like yeah. Vegas vacation for okay. uh, my birthday. There was no $10,000 uh, slot machine hit. And I'll tell you, when you don't win $10,000 on a slot machine, Vegas is very expensive. <laughs> this is not that. the experience. Did you give I'm it all back? That whole 10 you won the last time, did you give it back this trip? Uh, yes. Yes, I did. Um, <laughs> yes, I did. Now, in fairness, do remember that I had to split that 10 grand four ways. Right. Uh, so after taxes we were only splitting about $7,500 amongst the four of us. So um, I know, I know, please feel bad for me. (laughs) (laughs) But it was, it was a really nice time. We had a a nice suite at the Flamingo. We put Jeff up under Jen's players card at the Cromwell. Uh, We played a lot at the Cromwell. I will tell everybody, please, please try to spend the majority of your gambling dollar at the Cromwell. When they've got three to two double deck, pitch blackjack and when they've got uh, single zero roulette and when they've got full pay video poker please if Harris is trying to dangle a carrot out there to see whether or not the gamblers will truly pay attention to the difference between three to two versus six five blackjack or uh, screw you Sheldon Adelson with three zeros on your roulette wheel um, if Harris Caesars can see that Cromwell is doing well they will start to take on, at least in my opinion, MGM and say, you know what? You guys can go to MGM for your nightclubs or your day pools. People stay at Caesars Entertainment Properties because you can get a fair gamble, but that, that that's Tony off his soapbox. <laughs> no, I, I agree with you. That pivot from, uh, what a great juxtaposition between 
super nightclub douchery to going, oh, fuck, how are, these people aren't gambling. Oh, you know what we should do? We should actually take care of those gamblers. No one seems to be doing that. Mm-hmm. Fucking brilliant concept. I, I, I agree completely. We spent a large chunk of our gambling hours and our bankroll <laughs> at the Cromwell. So if I've got one little bit of a heads up for folks, and this is probably from nine tenths of you, you're all going to go, oh, geez, dude, that was a rookie mistake. I made the mistake because Jen and I almost never rent a car ever, let alone when we're in Vegas. The, the guy the guy working at the thrifty car rental played it like a perfect carny. He said to me, so are you guys going to do the basic insurance or do you guys want to do the full coverage insurance? Uh, <laughs> and the my answer was, no, 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 just no basic. The proper answer is no insurance because yes. my credit card and my personal vehicle insurance covers that. I didn't think it through. And so when I said basic, I just assumed that that meant it would be fine because it'll be covered by my credit card and it'll be covered by my own personal car insurance that I've got. Nope. Nope. I come back and when they give us the bill, the coverage that so thrifty had a, a great <laughs> deal it was something like and i'm going to somewhat play the misnomer thrifty <laughs> that right it was eleven dollars a day for the car rental Holy but shit. it wound up being twenty dollars a day for the basic car insurance so i spent more per day on the insurance <laughs> than i did the actual car rental the definition of a sham <laughs> it was but how carny carnival of that is them to oh, say, do yeah. you want the basic or the, uh, you know, the, the premium, or do you want no insurance at all? I think if anybody is honest, the first time you rented a car, if not the first time in a long time, that is very cleverly worded. Cause I very much, as soon as you mentioned, I'm like, I remember the first time those fucking pricks did that to me. And you're like, what? Well, I have basic insurance. No, I'm not paying for your fucking basic, you son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, right. it's it's brilliantly worded. Yes, it is. Yeah, it's it's like the old adage: Do you still beat your wife? If you say no, well, then you <laughs> then it presupposes that you used to beat. Her. <laughs> exactly. Versus if you say yes, then you just outed right. yourself. Right. I don't right. know. <laughs> So, any rate, we we had a wonderful time. Uh, the gambling was was atrocious, but we we did Vegas right. We gambled at uh, Mirage, Caesars, Bellagio, Cromwell, Paris, Bally's, Harris, Flamingo, and that was just right. You know, on the middle strip there. My wife and and her brother went because Jeff and I went to do the Hoover Dam. They had no interest in it, so. Joe and uh, and her and Jen, they went and they did New York, New York and uh, uh, Monte Carlo. And according to my wife, Monte Carlo is the giant disaster area that we've constantly been hearing about. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It it's, is. it's just destroyed. So uh, but what about you guys? I I. I I've been under the impression that there have been a few firsts for you, or at least Mark. <laughs> that is that is this very astute of you. I, I can only assume you knew as much from following us on social media. <laughs> or... I like how you said, I have no reason to lie. I like that you prefaced your tweet with, listen, fuckers, I have no reason to lie. <laughs> you, better, you better trust this tweet. Yes, this was uh, an, a, a plethora of firsts 
in uh, our many, many trips to, to Vegas. Uh, it's the first time we have planned and completed a trip to Vegas in the same month. Uh, we've already talked about how yeah. I, I had made a, a joke and, and Karen was, or no, Karen. No, I, I brought it up and you thought I was kidding. Like, nope, not kidding. It is the first time I did not have a single drop of alcohol while in the state of Nevada. I did. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I still did. <laughs> I, have to, I have to tell you, uh, while it was, I, I still had a, a blast. Then I did, you know, obviously make the uh, the semi joke that, you know, it, it's almost as fun uh, in, in Vegas, completely stone sober as it is drunk. But to, you know, to drunk's fairness, everything is better drunk. But it's not everything. It's mostly. semi, and and you wouldn't know this because you were drunk. It's semi awkward when you're hanging out at, at the bar playing video poker and you're not drinking because they're they're being very attentive to you, and you kind of get this underlying like, are you sure there isn't anything I can get for you? Yeah, but I love that part at, at Cosmo because I got all your drink tickets, which is awesome. Right, right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But it, but it was kind of like, dude, yeah, buddy, I'm fine. I'm okay. I got, I got my Coke right here. I'm, I'm okay. I mean, I have, I have my Pepsi. Or I guess Coke sounds weird. <laughs> like, don't, don't worry about I it. I got it. It's right over here. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't have a drop but of I, alcohol. Exactly. Fucking but I've got tons a of Coke. <laughs> or, or as Phil Stace would call it, you know, Tuesday. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Although you were offered Coke. I was offering. I was quite proud of that too. But I, I have a feeling it had something to do with the fact that it was 3 a.m. in the morning. I was still stuck on my new sleep Ridiculous. cycle, yeah. and it, it was me up at 3 a.m. wide awake and a guy going, "Well, there's clearly no way this guy could be that wide awake at this hour of the day uh, or or night and and not be on coke." It's the first time that uh, since the creation of 360 Vegas, which is six years running that we didn't meet up with a listener at some point. Which, I mean, not to say there's anything wrong with meeting listeners, but as Tony alluded to, and any spouse, when you decide to spend your life with someone, and vacations are usually where you get to you know, spend unique situations and unique experiences with one another, um, those become, I don't want to say intruded upon, but... <laughs> it's, it's, not, it's just different. It and, is. And honestly, to, to all, maybe I'll clarify this better. Um, you and I have been on a very different sleep schedule, yeah. so I don't see you much. My work has sucked. Yeah. Um, you, you've had some challenges at work, but we just we haven't spent a lot of time together recently. Right. So for me, and that was part of the reason why I suggested the trip. Yeah. I wanted just to spend some time with you, and yeah. you even, which I thought was so sweet. Um, one of the nights you or mornings. You didn't do your crazy, I'm getting up at 3 a.m. and leaving. You actually, like, rolled over and, and stayed in bed for a while. And I remember waking up going, holy shit, he's still here, <laughs> which was really cool. And, yeah. you know, it, it might be too much info. We talked about it later, and it was very sweet, and I appreciated it. But we haven't had time together like that in so long, and it was the best place to have it happen. Yeah, Karen's current work schedule has her away from the home 70% of the time. So that's that's a that's a glorious little uh, perk. Yeah. yeah. Perk is the right word? No. No. Well, it depends. Is, do you consider it to be a good thing that she's gone seventy percent of the time? No, I was trying to. I, I was trying to transit. <laughs> I was trying to transition from what's the worst word I could think of for perk. But you guys know me. I'm a writer, and I forgot to actually write that. 
so it wasn't it's not that a bad and again i i feel bad because i know we missed several people by a the day. opportunity and yeah and, and was, a lot of folks yeah. that i would have loved to have seen mm -hmm. and it, it it's not that if we were there and they showed up i would have said no i'm not seeing you this is our time it's not that at all yeah it just it it's what honestly it worked out in a way that i i feel like was what we needed i agree at least what yeah. i needed so well I, you you illustrated the idea that i i my alarm went off i got up to to do my thing and i'm like you know what we had a conversation i know that this even though she's unconscious while this is happening me being unconscious <laughs> next Whoa, hey, well. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't sound good although if i'm unconscious all right whatever i mean we're married so what does it matter she didn't say no <laughs> unconscious desires <laughs> Okay, whatever. Hey, if she were sober right now, she'd totally she be would totally this. want this. Trust me, <laughs> this is this is the case I make in front of the judge. If, listen, if she were conscious, I promise you, she would have totally. Liked it. Then why isn't she here defending that, sir? I can't explain it. She's out drinking more. Right. <laughs> She's trying to forget again. <laughs> Okay, move on. Yeah, Keep going. There, there was a sweet point I was going to, but the joke usurped it. So, <laughs> it, it is the first time that we did not have secret pizza, or I didn't have Earl of Sandwich. First time we ever stayed at Link, which you can speak to that better than I would ever be able to speak to it. Because before, before she says a single word, I couldn't. I brought Karen into Imperial Palace once. She refused to step foot in it again until the quad was under, uh, uh, like, a third of the way done before she would even go into the place and she went in fucking kicking and screaming yep. to do it. So so how was your experience actually spending the night in Well, so, so you're missing one of the other first was it's one of the first times we didn't record a room review. Well, that was by accident, but... <laughs> no, I loved it. Yeah. I, 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 the location is great. The amenities are great. They have a, a fabulous little... Um, Oh, what the hell was the Nook. Nook. Is that it? Yes. I think it was Nook. Nook, Nook or Nook Nosh. Express. One of the two of them stuck in my head. No, Nosh is at Bally's. Nook is... Okay. Yeah. Dwight, get out of my Nook. Oh, my God. <laughs> I can hear her in the background <laughs> laughing. That's what she said. Right, That's so, what she said. A couple of questions. Question number one. Did you guys discover the bank of elevators that were on kind of like the backside of the bank of elevators? We did, but we never used them. We did when we first got there and attempted to use the fucking um, automated robot fucking check-in and the fucking piece of shit couldn't read my my, uh, my driver's, driver's license. license. So we were forced, we were forced to interact with humans. So okay. we, so we did see where they were, but then it was never convenient to go and use them. But wasn't it, well, okay, maybe, maybe, I, we might maybe be you two stayed in things. a different, so we were tower. in we were in the, the the farthest tower. So in the main tower. There's a bank of elevators if you're looking at the check-in desk to the left of the check-in desk. We weren't at those. We were the ones to the right of the check-in desk. <laughs> those aren't your elevators. Through. Stay away yeah, from stay those. Away from those. <laughs> Please don't go to those. <laughs> no, we were Mitchell we has no clue what we're talking about. All of these references totally over Mitchell's That's head. mind-blowing to me. I know, right? So disappointed in Mitchell. But yet that asshole's seen fear and loathing like 300 times. Every single time he used that gift, I'm like, oh, God damn it, Mitchell, I like you. Why do you keep doing this? Why right. do you keep doing this? <laughs> that so, poor dead horse, it's three feet in the ground at this point. <laughs> so, Stop beating it. <laughs> so the elevators that we used, if you head back towards the um, cashier and then go to your left, 
we were those, those they, elevator They're ranks. what I would consider, anybody who's ever been to Imperial Palace or Link as it is now, they are probably the most common elevators you would think of. They're the elevators you're passing as you're getting to other places. <laughs> and there was one time I, I, was, <laughs> I was leaving the room, so I'm on the floor, and there was already a couple standing there who had pushed the elevators and were waiting for him. And so then I came up and we're waiting, we're waiting. And then there was a dad with a kid that walked up and we're waiting and waiting. And the, and the, the, the little kid goes, are we sure they're working? <laughs> and and the, the, the rest of us just like cracked up laughing. Cause I was like, I, yeah, I mean, the light's on. So we're just kind of assuming that they're all good. But yeah, it was because literally it was like a, it was at least a seven or eight minute wait. And, and the little girl hadn't been there that long. I mean, she, she walked up, might've been like a minute or two. And she was like, are you sure they're working? I know. I know you guys are all adults, but I feel like I should mention that we're kind of here too long. <laughs> it's possible that they are broken and none of you have given it any consideration. <laughs> so, yeah, so I don't that, know if that's, I, I don't know what secret elevators you're referring to. Those are the ones that we use. Like I said, I saw the other ones, and I think just based on how the layout is, we could have used those to get up. But um, if there's other ones beside that, I'm, I'm not aware of them. Okay. Well, if you're... To the best of my recollection, there's a bank of elevators to the right of the check-in desk before you get to the purple zebra place. Yeah. And get to the elevator bank. There's actually, if you go to the left, there's another elevator bank right there to the left on your right-hand side. Yeah. Yes, correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but that answers the second question, which is, was the wait for the elevator any better than it was a when it was Imperial Palace or B when Jen and I stayed there for Vegas Vacation Three? And obviously the answer is no. Well, no, honestly, no, it, was it, it was just correct. that one time. Yeah, that was that was the worst experience because if if it were because I I remember we went to the Imperial Palace Luau once and I remember that fucking wait was beyond enraging. I'm like I will walk up and down every one of these stairs before I ever wait for this fucking elevator again. And I would have explored that property, especially when you consider I was getting up at like two and three in the morning. That would have been something I would have easily gone, fuck, I'm going to figure this fucking place out. Fuck well, that. And, and the flip side of that is I wasn't getting up at two or three in the morning. I mean, I was heading down at eight or nine a.m. when, you know, folks were up and around and moving and I didn't have a problem other than that one time. Yeah. I do remember when we were checking in, because again, we couldn't use this, the self-serve kiosk because it so wouldn't read Mark's driver's license. We had to walk. So we walked past the elevators to get to the check-in desk, and there was a huge line of people with luggage waiting and just waiting to get on the elevators, and I was worried. Yeah. But when we got there, there there was nobody waiting, and there was an elevator that had opened up and people were leaving, so we got right on. Yep. So other than that one time that I was waiting, I didn't have a problem with the elevators. Hmm. Okay. What else did, did you... Okay, so that is that is the extent of my uh, cross-examination for okay. the link. Tell me about Shape. Yeah, it was closed. I mean, if, How if, was that possible? if only for a few hours. Well, it was just dark. All they had was the bars. They had people the bar still tending open. the bars, but, but like none of the table games the were going, were nothing. Open. It was crazy. I've, I've never seen anything like it. It was re- Well, we even saw, well, I saw Secret Pizza closed for a period of time, which is really more than ju- just a pocket door pulled over. <laughs> but, yeah. but you're like, what but the But when you go all the way down to Cosmo here? for Secret Pizza and you're like, what the fuck? You know, then yeah. what are you going to do? Yeah, it was really, I like, I, I, I almost, I was like, I wish someone was here with me because it'd be way more fun if Tony was with me and I'm like, I'm going to open that door. Because <laughs> <laughs> that was that was my immediate I'm, desire. Like, I'm just walking in. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I'm still focused on the part about the pocket pole. Did you say that? Didn't I hear you say the pocket pole? It's a pocket, pocket door. Door. 
Oh, I didn't hear that. Part. And if Sorry. you, I, I guess you hear what you want to. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say if you stayed at Link, don't. Wait, no, Link doesn't have pocket doors. They have what do they call those barn doors where they they slide on the outside. Oh, oh, in the hey. room. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Pull with my barn door open. That's just <laughs> masturbation. Okay, so no, so Cromwell has this as well. And, uh, it, so the, Crom- the door. Oh, Cromwell has that. Yeah. The door to the bathroom. Instead of it being a door yeah. that opens and closes and latches, it's a barn door that slides, yeah. which I hate. I, and I get that it leaves more space in the more room because yeah. it doesn't swing out and all of that. But um, number one for MGM's privacy. MGM's little rooms. Those are the ones that had pocket doors. MGM had pocket doors. Yeah. Right. Um, but number one from a privacy standpoint, it, it sucks. And they never fucking close. The one at Cromwell did, the one at Link did not. You'd pull it shut. Go to the bathroom. And, like, and then all of a sudden the door would just start sliding like, open on, to where it's on. like a three to four inch gap yeah. where the door <laughs> is open. And you're like, okay. So I got to the point where I'd, I'd, I'd pull it shut and you'd sort of, you know, release it and wait a second and it would start to slide back and you'd hold it and you'd wait. And it's like, okay, now it's not moving. And then you go about and do this. I, I just I hate I hate the sliding doors in yeah. the bathrooms in the hotel. If you're by yourself, it's not a big deal. I agree. They're but they're even, charming, but functionally they're flawed. Yeah. Yeah. I love you, but there's just some certain things I don't want to hear. I I say it's one <laughs> of yeah. I'm, I'm with it. One of the secrets of our marriage is that there are things that I don't care how intimate we have become. No one ever needs to be a part of or in the vicinity <laughs> of. <laughs> um, but. Uh, uh, just a, a grand summary here. So we just really enjoyed each other's company. Karen had mentioned that you know we had little to no time with each other in, in an extended period of time. And this was just such a completely different trip. Like all we did was we had two great uh, dining experiences, STK. That you didn't get to do the last time? It's exactly <laughs> what I, like, I've said for the longest time that it's my favorite steakhouse in all of Vegas. It was part of Vegas Vacation. I get to be a part of it. And I was like, you know what? I've been proclaiming this for so long, and you've gone to so many that you're like, no, it's better than that. It's better than this. And I'm like, I have to go back and experience it to find out. Is it really still number one? Yep, absolutely. First bite into it, I'm like, yep, this is it. That's the one. That's the one. So, and that, honestly, that was great because the, the two... Well, I guess we were there three nights, but really the two days that we were there, you know, we went to Mark's favorite steakhouse, you know, the first night at SDK. And the whole reason that I wanted to do this trip was because I had a craving for, for Carbonara from Lavo. Yeah. And we did that the second night, and it, it, it lived up to every memory I had of it. I'm like, oh, my God, this is so good. Yeah. So it just, it was a great time. We, we did what we wanted when we wanted, spent time together. It just... I mean, it really was just constantly like I know I know some people. This doesn't sound appealing to some people, but it was like, hey, I got a great idea. Why don't we spend every waking moment with each other? Like everything, let's <laughs> constantly do things together. And we had so much fun doing it. It was well because um, we don't normally. You and I are very, believe it or not, we are very independent people, yeah. and and so we're also okay with, you know, I come home from work and you're like. I don't want to watch whatever it is you want to watch on TV. I'm like, good, because I don't want to watch whatever it is you want to watch. We go to separate ends of the house, and yeah. that's we're fine with that. I mean, we're we're okay, but just every so often it gets to the point where you're like, all right. Yeah, and uh, yeah, every I so often when we can't figure out, like, Karen, come on, let's watch Casino. I'm like, that sounds terrible. <laughs> now we're not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> like, so we can't find anything that we want to do together. We're like, go to Vegas. Just go to we'll Vegas. Do that we together. Yeah. <laughs> but awesome. we played more video poker and blackjack than we have in an entire year. And none of, before. at least for me, none of it was good. The best 
day of gambling that I had was actually the first night because you went to bed before I did. Yeah. And I stayed downstairs and played craps at the link. And I, I walked away with a little bit, not a lot, but I made up for some losses that I had earlier on video poker and stuff. So, I mean, that was the best. Otherwise, it absolutely, I just was bleeding money. All yeah, over I was playing max bet at uh, video poker and fucking blackjack at goddamn every property that we got. I would say Mirage down. It would take us less time to announce the places we didn't gamble at than the places that we did. Well, and to, and to Tony's point, we didn't, we didn't gamble at... Bellagio. We skipped Bellagio. No, uh, uh, Monte oh, Carlo. Monte Carlo. Oh, yeah. Because, we walked through it. And I was surprised fully that you, through it. You, know, you didn't want to stay because I was like, oh, what are they doing? But no, even as walking through it, we're just like, all right, I don't like this. You know what? They, the one thing I will defend is that that property's probably going to be pretty successful. I like what they're doing to it better than what Monte sorry, Carlo that, was. That upside down tree in the lobby is fucking creepy. Know, right? <laughs> it, it's ridiculously creepy. It, it does look like the upside down from Stranger Things. Right. <laughs> um, but it, and the other thing that I don't like, and I, I got to see how it, it's going to go, when you walk out, for anyone that's been there before, if you haven't been to this sort of construction, when you walk out of the lobby, you kind of open right up into the casino. And, and you know, you had the, the food court there on the left, but then you could see right through. It used to be very open. It was very, and literally now there are walls. Super segmented. You, you walk into a hallway. I have to believe it's for construction, but the way that it looks, the way that it looks doesn't, doesn't look like doesn't construction Doesn't look like walls. it's for construction. No. Uh-uh. I mean, unless they've gotten really sturdy with their construction walls. So... That to me was very concerning because from the, the check-in, and, and granted, there's sections of the casino that are closed off, which I expect, and that's fine. But it, it was that whole getting from check-in to, and then even back to where the elevators were, to where the food court used to be, and then to finally get out to the casino was so confined and sectioned off. It was, it, it was very unsettling. Yeah. Like I, yeah, I, I didn't was, like it. Yeah, it was, it was weird. We also got to see the newly renovated Chandelier Bar, and while I will say it could have been much worse than what it is, they did a, a pretty good job of maintaining the integrity of what you would think the the Chandelier Bar floor. is. Yeah, and repurposing the space that they had so that way, if you didn't know any better, you would you wouldn't know that this had changed. However, those that do know better were like, really. This is what you're going to do. Because the weird thing that I didn't like about it is now it's more public eating spaces. And I'm like, do you really fucking think with these restaurants as you, you had that people weren't going, I need some place to sit. Let me sit in that gorgeous space that you have over there with, uh, you know. Well, in, no, in I, I think they were. I think what they've changed it to is where now you're not going to get service in the bar. So now the, the wait staff in the bar doesn't see people come in and sit down and think, oh, I need to go serve them drinks. Because now those areas are kind of segmented, se- separated off that you can tell it's like public seating with some weird Alice in Wonderland Yeah, Christina said it best. It's one of those things that you looked at and you immediately went, oh, wow, this is going to be dated in about 30 seconds. Oh, yeah, definitely. So, I mean, that's disappointing, but it could have been way, way worse. And, and Monte Carlo's going to find its audience. It's definitely not going to be for me. But one of the encouraging things about that is... One of the quests I had when I first started going to Vegas was like, we had to stay at every property, every single property. And we're basically there. And it came to, like, Monte Carlo, <laughs> well done, Mr. Murin, well done. Because Monte Carlo helped to cement to me, I'm like, you know what, there are just some properties in Vegas that aren't for me. And I, I don't think that, I'm sure people are going to enjoy Monte Carlo. It's going to be great. And, you know, it's better than, let's be honest, Monte Carlo was always a really vague generic brand so it's like well at least it's going to have something defining there are just properties that aren't for me 
like Bellagio and The Wind and Encore. I just don't care. And I'm not saying these aren't great properties. I'm not saying that a lot of people don't enjoy them. I just, there's a reason why they were, of all the places I've stayed at, I had still not stayed at them yet because they were more things that I just wanted to say I ticked off uh, uh, on my on my list of things that I've done than places I actually care to spend any time at. So right. I have now finally decided I have conquered the strip as far as I gave a shit to oh, conquer. Thank you, Jesus. Now it's just the greatest hits. Now he won't drag me to anywhere. <laughs> So yes, fun, fun, uh, fun Christmas trip. Yeah, it was it was amazing. Oh, you know, it is kind of funny though that you said that. While I completely agree with you, it is fantastic gambling at Cromwell. One of the things I realized that I I absolutely adore is shufflers, because the what what most people love when you're doing like two deck or whatever, and they take the time to shuffle or whatever, like fucking sit here for the five oh, minutes it's going to take you to do this. Right, I'm like, yeah. just where they, keep they playing. Keep feeding the cards just in and they keep just keep coming out. fucking playing the goddamn game. You're driving me insane. No, Karen, what you're talking about is like a like an automatic shuffler or a, or a continuous deal no, shuffler. It wasn't the, no, what he's saying is he likes the continuous yes, deal. Constant. Just keep putting those cards back yeah. in there and let them shuffle. Because oh, you never take a break Don't the ever stop. Just keep dealing these fucking even, cards. Even the stop to like switch out the massive deck and, and to the other massive deck and put it in the shoe, he hated that. Annoys he loved, me. He loved the continuous Why shuffle. aren't there cards in front of me for me to make decisions? Why aren't there cards in front of me? Oh, Mark. <laughs> I know, right? That breaks my heart. <laughs> Two quick fun stories. This is not a first-hand experience. This is a text message from my wife. Did I tell you I was trying to find the exit from Link with Jeff and Joe, and we passed the purple zebra, and the medics were there, and there was blood everywhere? Oh, no. And I said, you, if you did not tell me that, her text message back, I might have tried, but you were trashed at Trump. <laughs> and that but never yeah. happens. I know, I know, imagine that. <laughs> but she goes on to say, but yeah, they said some guy came in bleeding. No one knew why. By the time we stopped to potty and went back past, some lady was wiping down the counter, hopefully with professional grade. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. Thanks. So that was at the link. Likewise, at the link, I was um, in the restroom. So if you're looking at where the sports book is at at the link. Yeah, yeah. If you look at just to, if you kind of pivot to the right there. Wait a minute, a, wait a minute. When you restaurant. say when you say sports book, do you mean the area in which it looks like a sports book or tag or, sports bar? Exactly. No, you're right. No, no. It's the actual like they've got the big screens and they okay, got the chairs okay. that sit in front of them. Yeah. I was in that restroom and all of a sudden I heard what's commonly referred to as a cop knock, which is just boom, 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 boom. And the minute I heard it, and I don't know why I didn't grow up in the hood, like the, there weren't <laughs> gang fights in my neighborhood, but the minute I heard it, I was like, I bet you this is what a cop knock sounds like. And the next thing I heard is, sir, link security, sir, I need you to come out. And then I, and then nothing. And then boom, 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 boom. Sir, I again repeat, we need you to come out. This is the link security. Apparently, there was some guy in a bathroom stall ODing. No way. And some, yes, and somehow, some way, someone must have realized what was going on because they said, Sir, we need to know if you're all right or do we need to break down the door to get you? Holy shit. And then all, and all I could hear from where I was at the urinal was mumble, mumble, mumble. And he goes, 
Sir, I will give you another 60 seconds. And then boom, 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 boom. Sir, this is the link security. Come out now or we will have to open this door. And I'm like, oh my. And so, of course, then by the time I, you know, wrap up the urinal, I (laughs) literally because it's that big, ladies. (laughs) You know, I come around the corner and I mean, there's an audience. I mean, there's there's three link securities. There's a, a an LV Metro, and then what I assume is thirty percent of the casino patrons just standing around. Some of them with their cell phones out. So uh, I, I might I might have been on like you know Snapchat or Facebook Live or any of those other periscopy things. Um, it was it was wild. And the worst part is I missed, like I went, like I left, I go out, I'm telling Jen, she's sitting at like the Batman slot machine or the, the, the Big Bang slot machine that's just kind of right outside of that sports book area. And I'm telling her all about it. And she's like, whoa, that's scary. I'm glad you got out of there. I said, no, I want to go back in. <laughs> she goes, this will be a fun story to tell your parents how you got shot. I know, right? That's crazy. By, so I go back in probably five minutes later. Boom, 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 boom. Sir, this is our last time we're going to tell you. I'm like, what the hell's going on? So that's all I'm saying. That's fascinating because you know, you know, first of all, experience and legal have gone over like you have to go through this exact procedure so we don't fucking get in trouble. That's wow. That's crazy. Because bathrooms are considered one of the most um, highly private areas a person to be and that's obviously the reason why there are no security cameras in in a restaurant right and so you're right you've got to go out of your way but this guy is what i assuming because here's the deal if the guy was just a drunk fuck they would have left him alone right you're not gonna yeah the guy's not dying who cares exactly exactly i mean yeah you don't want some guy passed out in one of your stalls but at the end of the day you don't bring in three security guys, um, a suit, and an LV Metro for some guy who's just drunk in a stall. Exactly. So, yeah, that you have to imagine that's pretty fucking common practice, like nightly. So <laughs> Right, exactly. Because you can usually talk to a drunk guy and be like, come on, buddy. I know, right? <laughs> can you at least just get out of here so we can, we can actually just go through the standard procedures? <laughs> yeah, I love it. All right, all right. We should probably move on. Tell no, me right? about the luck and drag, lucky dragon. <laughs> the the, the luck luckless dragon. Vital <laughs> <laughs> Vegas is reporting that Lucky Dragon, the boutique hotel casino located almost, almost on the corner of Sahara and Las Vegas Boulevard, has closed after existing just over one year in the market. Lucky Dragon joins the ranks of Vegas casinos that beat the odds by actually getting built and opened. <laughs> only to have the odds beat them back. In this case, hubris appears to be the primary reason for the property's failure, highlighted by decisions made regarding location and target market. Like SLS before them, Lucky Dragon seemed to make decisions based on data unavailable to those who consider themselves students of the city and ask basic questions concerning the viability of their concept. Sources at the property tell Vital Vegas that volatile swings in Baccarat play, coupled with their inability to prevent the nomadic tendencies of the typical Vegas visitor, also known as facts documented by centuries of real-world data. I, I guess, centuries? I guess there'd just be one. Maybe, maybe decades. No, one century. Okay. 
fucking, I went for it. The plural I'll give you. The plural I will give you. Their, their primary struggles were location, obviously. Rumors of said struggles surfaced not long after opening, but the recent announcement that the property was for sale, and now that it's closed, signaled that the situation is so bad, current ownership couldn't justify absorbing the financial losses any longer, if only to give the appearance of a viable concept to potential new owners. A statement from current ownership optimistically proclaimed all this is temporary as they restructure over the next six months. During this time, the hotel, the gift shop, and the lobby bar will remain fully operational. That being said, in the same statement, it was announced for those not as confident in the property's future prospects, all gaming chips and ticket redemptions can be done through the front desk at the hotel. I don't have a whole lot to contribute to this because I never went. I will make one observation. I have been binge listening to uh, Scott Robin's Vital Vegas podcasts. And the for folks that follow me on Twitter will will know where I'm going with this. The delicious irony was I happened to have caught episode like 16, I think, 15, 16, somewhere around there. The where he does so, and it would have been roughly, you know, May of 2016 at the time. He reads an article from the Review Journal that one of their journalists did with the CEO, and he essentially dissects the the RJ's interview, and and does a beautiful job of calling out the CEO of saying, "You're you're right, sir. Why would you ever want?" non-Asian-speaking uh, clients to come in. Why would you ever want, I mean, my word's not Scott's, right. the white man to come in yeah. because it was so over the top of this is going to be targeted towards high-rolling high, roller, high rolling Asians and this is going to be exactly what they get in their home country and right. this is, like, this is such a, a um, such a niche casino that's going to be for them and that's why we're going to do so well. And Scott's essential um, uh, editorial was, why would you ever do this? Why would you want to alienate the guy from Iowa or the guy from Michigan or Tennessee? Like that makes no sense. And, but truly though, the irony of listening to Scott do a tongue in cheek editorial about this RJ article, the exact same day that the lucky dragon posts on Facebook (laughs) that they were closing down was too damn delicious. Right. So just, it was, it was, at any rate, it's too bad. It's too bad. You and I have said, well, all three of us had said on the show hundreds, if not thousands of times, we want nothing to fail in Vegas. But sometimes the outsider, because we're not so close to it, we can have an unbiased opinion on something. We're like, this doesn't seem like this is going to work. This seems like a terrible business model. What are you thinking? Right. Yeah, I've, I've, echoed that and I will say there's only been, this is only the second time in Vegas history that I've not been it's it's not over exaggerating to say sad that a property didn't succeed but kind of almost happy because one of the weird things about it is they make SLS and Lucky Dragon made a concerted effort to take people like Tony and I that love the city so much that we can't help but study it and try and understand more about it because we're just fascinated by it and make 
make it sound like when we ask, like, really, you think that's going to work? Like, we're fucking idiots for even thinking that their concept isn't genius. Like, we just don't get it. And what ends up happening in both cases, like, oh, okay, so what it was is you're fucking full of shit. And I was right the entire time. And you lost millions and millions of dollars because you're fucking retard. I know that's not politically correct to say, but I'm not the retard. They are. Oh, waiting for the hate mail on that one. I didn't think I'd, I, th- I didn't think I'd be able to make my way out of that one, but I'm like, wait a minute, no, 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 they're the one. I don't think that's any better, dear. It, it is. It is. Okay. It is better. So I, fuck I, you know what? If if the word retard is why they go, well, that's just it. I'm just, I'm done. I'm I, done. <laughs> this show wasn't for you. Because technically, that is a legitimate word. And you technically used it in a grammatically correct way. <laughs> Thank you, Tony. Grammatically you. correct. That's right. Well, wait, right? They took an idea and they they pushed back, like they they stopped its furthest progression. Yes. Oh, so they retarded the, uh, the progression exactly. of the idea. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I got you. Okay, good, good. Thank you, Tony. Despite nice all, yeah, d- despite all facts to the contrary, <laughs> yeah. we were meant to to feel uh, less than intelligent for daring. To question their concept. Got it. All right, so Lady Gaga has got a uh, Vegas residency coming up. Long rumored, it was officially confirmed that Lady Gaga will begin a two-year multi-date residency at the Park Theater at Monte Carlo, aka Park MGM. The engagement will begin December of 2018. <laughs> like on, I'm totally doing a Vegas residency, basically next year. Well, she's got to finish up her world tour or whatever she's doing. I, I, I Listen, I'll tell you one thing. I thought Britney Spears was a get. This woman can oh, sell out huge. fucking anything anywhere. I will go see her. I mean, Br- I am excited about Bruno this. Mars is probably even even a better example, like like one step above Britney Spears. But Lady Gaga is like Bruno Mars is 10 steps. No, no. What, what I mean is in the world, if you were to say Bruno Mars, there's going to be people like who? Britney Spears, they fucking know who she is. One way or another, good or bad, they know who she is. I don't know that anyone's going to go, who's Bruno Mars? Okay, anyway, anyway. But <laughs> she, uh, Lady Gaga is clearly, at this moment in time, post that Super Bowl appearance, is couldn't be a much bigger name. Oh, yeah. No, I completely agree. I mean, uh, uh, imagine a, a, another name. What, maybe Katy Perry? I mean, who else is even in that stratosphere at this moment? Taylor Swift. Taylor Garth Swift. Brooks. I knew you were going to go with that. I knew it. <laughs> I, could, I couldn't resist. I, it's funny how sometimes people just randomly bring me and Garth Brooks up in Twitter conversation. I know. <laughs> I kind, you know what I love to do in my head? This is just my own imagination. I love to go somewhere in the world. Garth Brooks somehow sees these tweets about Vegas by going, who the fuck is Tony Snyder? Why is this guy always mentioned with Why me? Why does my name always come up with his? <laughs> I'm Garth Brooks. Fuck that guy. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Garth Brooks and you're not. (laughs) (laughs) But but we made the point. Fucking huge get, man. Catastrophic get. And that fucking venue was like 7,500 seats. Oh, once she's there, we'll figure out a time to go see her. Yeah, that's amazing. So exactly when any of those shows is going to be, how many of them are planned, and how much they'll cost, uh, while most of that information is insignificant, it is also unclear. Gaga joins Bruno Mars. 
as the only other confirmed resident performer of the new... Oh, Jesus Christ, Steve, I, I even over-exaggerated that. Yeah. 5,300-seat venue. Which is about the same size as um, the, the Caesars Palace. No, no, no. See, I could have swore Caesars was 32. Am I wrong with that, Tony? Oh, I'm sorry, guys. I'm not clued into this conversation anymore. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I can't. I don't. I don't. I honestly, I don't know how many. Seats I, I know what you're saying. You're you're right. It's definitely in the vicinity. They're definitely competing with one another. Absolutely. Coliseum has uh, basically 4,300 seats. So right. So it was a little more. It's a thousand yeah. smaller than the park. What's access? I think access has closer to five. Mm. Karen's going to do that. We're going to move into prep pets. Sounds great. Wait, wait, where's, where is Access Theater? Access Theater is playing Hollywood. For those of you unfamiliar, prep bets is an extension of the news, but with just bits and pieces of noteworthy items. First up, Joe Perry, lead guitarist for iconic rock band Aerosmith, confirmed on a local Boston TV show that the band is preparing for a residency in Las Vegas beginning in the fall of 2018. While confirmation of such a residency or the venue in which it would happen is not yet available at this time, heavy speculation is it will be at the Park Theater at Monte Carlo. I would go see them too. You know what, though? The one thing I'll say about that, it seems like everybody is like, oh, we're going to Park. Like, at some point, other properties right. will be able to attract other fucking yeah. people. Well, the difference is, are they performing or is it a residency? Are they going to have, like, a stable of maybe five or six artists I know, that right? they rotate it? <laughs> that is really the interesting thing is that a residency has radically changed its meaning in the last yes. four years yes. where it's like, they're going to play seven shows. <laughs> like going, I don't know if that's a residency. <laughs> and by the way, there's uh, 7,500 seats access. Get the shit out of here. Yep. Wow. All right, next up, Britney Spears is... Oh, she's, she's not doing anything. I she know. already did it. I know, she did. All right. So Britney Spears has set a single show revenue record at her New Year's Eve performance, the last of her residency at Planet Hollywood, by generating 1.1 million from the venue's 4,600-seat capacity. Ah, see, so I think uh, Access Theater has the capacity to do more, but it isn't actually packing that many people in per these performances. So the Google thing said it was 7,500 seats. Full of shit, Google. That's not true. You're Unless they've Google. changed it. Didn't they change it, though, to where the front part is like... It's reconfigurable. To, to and, and, and Google's complete and defense, her, and her stage super reconfigurable. Her stage has like a, a, a runway that walks out in the center of the audience. It does, and it also has um, club seating. They have uh, like cabanas right. around like right okay, up so front. So that's going to cut it back. Yeah. Okay. But still, 1.1 million for 4,600 seats. Holy that's shit. That's amazing. The timing of the final show is credited with causing the increased demand and therefore increased ticket prices. Spears has announced that she plans to take some time off to have another child. Oh, goodness. Speculation is that when she is ready to return to, a to Vegas for a residency, the Park Theater at Monte Carlo will be her new homeowner. <laughs> her new homeowner. Her new home. <laughs> However, given the money she's generated for Caesars Entertainment, expect to see them offering her a blank check to return to one of their properties. Yeah, I mean, uh, for, uh, once again... The park isn't getting fucking everybody. It's not going to happen. Right. And number two, how the fuck do you let that get away? Right. Yeah. What do you think Gaga would have done in Las Vegas? WWGD? On, on uh, New Year's Eve. <laughs> what would Gaga do? <laughs> 
And lastly, going on two hours. A minute. <laughs> Hamburger Mary's, the LGBT-friendly burger restaurant, whatever the fuck that means, is returning to the Vegas-ish market, closing their location across the street from the Hard Rock 11 years ago. While the location on the corner of Flamingo Road and Spencer Street isn't an area we would traditionally cover on this show, it's difficult to not take the opportunity to mock marketing like LGBT-friendly burger restaurant. Yeah, I, I don't get what that means. I wanted to immediately book a flight to Vegas, <laughs> travel to this area, and commit a hate crime after fucking hearing such a stupid... Well, because if I attacked lesbians, that would be... Of course. Crime. Yes, right, right. Not, not because you hate them because of themselves. Yeah. Well, no, Karen gave me a weird look. I'm like, no, 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 it's the hate crime because they're, you know, because they're lesbians. Right. Yeah. So, like, lesbians own it? Yes. Yeah. Oh. Hamburger Mary, right? Lesbians? And doesn't does it matter mean. whether it's gay guys? It doesn't matter. It, it would be uh, whoever. So, wait, you so know basically, what? Okay. Maybe it's just idiots who would own such a restaurant and make such a claim well, would then and of it's itself more be the a ones that would make such a claim. That that's I, I get you on that one. Well, listen, I think that's probably going to do it for uh, episode 254. Thank you all for listening and downloading. We really do appreciate it. If you'd like to check out any of the stories on today's show, you can do so on our blog. It is 360vegaspodcast.com. Of course, you can always support the show through purchasing things from our affiliates on the blog or amazon.com. There's, of course, tickets.accessvegas.com. Thank you, Ted Newker, for all you do. Or you can just make a uh, PayPal donation. You can also buy merchandise from our store. It's zazzle.com slash 360vegas. Or you can help others find the show by reviewing us on iTunes. If you'd like to send us some feedback, written or audio, you can do so at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. And if you aren't sure how to record audio with your smartphone and email it to the show, well, we do have instructions on how to do that as well. It's also on the blog's main page. Tony, where can folks find you? I am at 360vegas, Tony. Karen. I am at Karen Mark. We just told you where you can find me, so until next time. Yeah.